0: Welcome to Escape the Owner Prison Podcast, where we teach the do-everything-myself business owner how to let go of their death grip and scale their business to create freedom and wealth in their lives. Hey, we're back on Escape the Owner Prison Podcast. So great to have you here. This is going to be just another uh, another great episode here for you. I want to talk about the economic engine. I know you've probably heard me mention this before, but today we're going to talk about the fuel for the economic engine. All right. So you are your economic engine. Your business is your economic engine. It's what moves you forward, right? You can ramp it up, dial it down, whatever you want to do, but it's your economic engine, but all engines need to run on fuel, right? So what's the main fuel for your economic engine? Well, that's going to be leads, right? Prospects, customers, clients, whatever you want to call them. Okay. You need them, right? So without those, you can't make sales. Without sales, well, you're not making any money. You're not doing jobs. You're not making any money. All right. So you're going to be kind of dead in the water there. All right, We want to make sure that when we're generating leads, that they're going to be creating true fuel for our business. Now, there's a lot of schools of thought on paid leads, organic leads. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to focus a little bit today on just the paid leads. All right. Now, again, you talk to half to two thirds of people, they say paid leads are the worst. Okay, they hate them they pay all this money they don't get any return on their investment etc cetera, etc cetera. there's other people like me who had fantastic results with paid leads all right a couple of couple reasons why number one is we have a paid lead someone has actually raised their hand and wants information so if you're in roofing or some other form of contracting carbon mean they need something done right so They're starting the process. They see an ad online. They click online. They enter their email and phone number. Say they need a a new whatever, new roof replacement, whatever the case. All right. Excellent. Next, you're going to call that lead. And again, here's where the ball gets dropped for the most part. And it's going to be in the follow up. All right. Now, I know most people like they hate, like say a telemarketer calls, right? I don't even listen to them. You get to record that calls. Now you sell them, get live people, but you'll get them and they basically hang up. OK, it's unsolicited. That's unsolicited. All right. So I think the first thing, just to back up for a second, is really have the mindset that when you have a paid lead, you have a basically is warm to a sense. OK, it's not the warmest like a referral or something like that. That would be actually be a hot lead. Uh, but you got to understand that these people are looking for your service. So first thing to do is go in the mindset like they're looking for you. OK, they're asking for you. So you make that first call. As soon as that comes in, this is what I do. I, I make that phone call usually get the voicemail. I leave a voicemail. Then I send a text and an email. So I have, cause I always have that contact information. I'm able to send all three of those the first within 10 minutes of getting the lead. All right. Seldom do people pick up any more these days without knowing the number, right? So they're just not going to pick up the phone. You can expect that. Uh, and I also know a lot of people don't listen to their voicemails. They may hit, you know. Um, call back, they may hit that number and just to do a call back say, them is, hey, someone called me from this number, then you got to explain your voicemail again, which is okay. Whatever it takes to get them on the phone, right? Well, the thing is there, uh, what, what you want to do is then you got to create the follow-up. The big ball is dropped when people don't do the follow-up, right? This is the biggie, all right? This is really, really a big deal. Uh, if you're not going to follow up two calls, three calls, five calls, seven calls, ten calls, right? you're not gonna make the sale you're not even get in front of them okay and that's when you waste money on leads right the average for me was seven calls seven calls to get an estimate set up all right seven calls just to get the person on the phone and schedule a time to give them a presentation right so you got to think about that and that means some of them i called 15 17 18 times i'd call them every day for three weeks straight and finally get them you know it's like i used to tell people in the roofing industry no one needs a roof today. You know, no one, no one has that. I gotta have a whole roof replacement today. I need all new siding on my house today. So even though they need it, it's not number one on the priority list. You know, they gotta get the kids to school. Maybe they're sick. They gotta take them to a doctor. They gotta get to work. They gotta finish a project there. They have a lot more things besides the roof or something on their house that has to be done. Unless of course, their toilets backing up and the the bathroom's full of nastiness okay that's an immediate thing uh, they're going to get a hold of someone so you have to remember that for sure that again they don't need it today so it's your job once that initial request has been initiated to continue to follow up until you get these people until you tell you till they tell you no please go away all right it's still a live lead now i'll tell you what i did because um, here's, here's what I tell people, because they do complain about the money and I spent this much and didn't get anything back again because they're not doing the follow ups properly. But I'd spend say $2,000 a month on leads. That would in general, the, my I remember my first month, it generated me, I generated almost $80,000 in work from a $2,000 investment on leads. All right. Now I am totally happy to pay two grand a month to get $80,000 worth of work, all right? Now, that was like, you know, in the beginning, okay? So basically how it went was like this, all right? So uh, I remember when I first started doing some new paid leads on a New Lead Source, you know, I, I really wanted to track it. Um, so I'm going on, right? I'm calling, I'm calling people back the first week, nothing, not getting anything, maybe getting an appointment set second week, and it's going, but remember, you got to fill the pipeline right? So here I am thinking, okay, well, okay, I got to keep going. Got to keep calling, get an appointment, give an estimate. Okay. Didn't close a the deal. They're going to think about it. They're going to do this, going to do that. They want to get more numbers. I don't overcome the objections there for some reason. And then it goes. Then I continue to follow up with them from there. So three weeks go by and it's like, oh, I haven't gotten one bit of work. I've dropped $2,000 and I've got, you know, the things are doing little away here, but, but then boom, something breaks through. All of a sudden I close a little over $10,000, right? right. I closed a $10,000 job. Excellent. Okay, now I'm running. Now we keep going. Again, like I said, it takes an average of seven calls. And I just keep going. I keep trying to fill the pipeline, just you know, get the other jobs scheduled, get it going. By my second month, okay, I closed over $57,000 worth of work. All right. So in first month, 10 grand, I paid for my for my lead gen and made a little bit of money on that job. Okay. Took care of everything else. Second month though. Over 57 grand. Now, by the third month, it really came together. I closed over $127,000 worth of new business and was still only spending just over $2,000 a month. All right. So now, again, pipelines filled, stuff starts popping through. I'm doing the constant follow up, taking this through. Now, I've done 127000 in the month. Pretty good for a $2,000 spend. All right. And that's only giving me so many leads per day. Right, so now that I've got the system down and I'm working through it, what do you do? You start to duplicate, right? So I can increase my ad spend now, knowing that a two thousand plus, you know, twenty-two hundred dollars or something a month is going to is generating me over hundred thousand dollars. Well, I can double that, right? Now I've got two hundred and fifty thousand dollars coming in a month on my leads. In theory, again, it all comes down to sales. It comes down to follow up first getting in front of them. And of course, you deliver the best product. you got a great presentation. You guys are actually able to sell and close. And this kind of stuff starts to happen. So say you're new and in a startup position, paid leads are a serious, serious, powerful tool to get you in the game and run it and start building some income, right? And moving that business forward, building referrals, the whole thing. So I am a real big fan of the paid lead, When done correctly. Let me give you some stats. Now, this is in my book, Escape the Owner Prison 2. I've got this in there, but understand this. I'm going to read through this here for you. It's it's real simple to understand. This is about follow-up and closing deals. All right. Listen to these stats. 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect. 48% never follow up with a prospect. 25% of all salespeople make a second contact and stop. So they do one follow up, right? And then they stop. Twelve percent of salespeople only make three contacts and stop. Twelve percent of them only make three contacts and stop. Only ten percent of salespeople make more than three contacts. Think about that. You got a hundred people in the room. Only ten of those people in there are going to call a lead back more than three times. Right now, listen to these numbers. 2% of sales are made on the first contact. 2%, that's it. 3% of the sales are made on the second contact. So only 3% there. You have 5% now. 5% of all sales are made on the third contact. 10% of sales are made on the fourth contact. Right, 10%. 80%, listen to this 80% of sales are made on the 5th to 12th contact. Think about that. 80% of the sales are made on the 5th to 12th contact. Only 12% of salespeople make three contacts and stop. Only 10% of salespeople make more than three contacts. Who's making all the money? Right? It's that little 10%. It's those doing the follow-ups, his follow-up number four and five and seven and 10 and 12. Like I said, my average was seven calls, seven. And that's, believe me, again, I've called people 18, 20 times and I've got the first people on the first call too. So you average it out. It still comes to seven for me, how I track mine. Think of those numbers. If you just want to improve immediately, immediately in your sales, it's through the follow-up. That's the fuel for your economic engine, sales, right? Leads into prospects, into customers, right? Into sales, completed jobs, you get paid, everything's moving along. You're making that hundred plus thousand a month or whatever your number might be, depending on the amount of leads you're generating. But you need to remember that it's so powerful To have the right follow-up system again and we always talk about systems and processes here that's another one there needs to be a CRM contact a contact resource manager that's in place that tracks your salespeople or if it's just you tracking you so you can give me a real number on your close rates your sales not I do about 40% right when I hear someone say I do about 40% I know they're not tracking their numbers Right or or the big one. Someone tells me ninety percent. I sell ninety. I close ninety percent. Well, either you don't see a lot of people, or you are the absolute greatest salesman on the planet Earth. All right? Because you know if you're doing any type of volume on leads, you're not closing ninety percent. I mean, be nice, but when you tell me you've got forty-three point five percent close rate, I know I know you're tracking your numbers. All right? And that's how it should be. You should know that if you got just you, three salespeople, ten, twenty, fifteen, whatever you have. Understand that you need to track these numbers. These really have to be tracked well. So um, just remember that as far as lead generation goes, this is the fuel for your economic engine. All right. Don't negate paid leads. Don't poo-poo them. Don't say, hey, these things are terrible. I hate them. They're no good. And again, a lot of times that's based on experience of uh, poor follow-up. That's pretty much the number one reason I granted you get some bad leads and in those if I get a hundred a month some are gonna be garbage now depending on your lead company they'll make credit them and stuff like that bad contact info and things like that but that's that's all part of the game right that's all part of the game. it all works out in the wash again if I can spend two thousand or twenty two hundred dollars a month and generate a hundred thousand plus in work I do that every month right I'm sure you would too so just give that some thought Okay, now let me tell you one more thing. Let me give you one more little tip, all right, because you may be thinking, okay, that's a lot of follow-up calls. Yeah, that's a, so let's see. I got three leads the first day. I got two the second day. I got five, and then I got seven, then I got two, then I got one. Okay, I'm following up. So each day, let's say they're all going to take multiple calls. Pretty soon, you've got to call a lot of people every day, don't you? Is that what you're thinking? You mean i got to call 135 people every day? all of a sudden come month two month three you can be in the hundreds and hundreds of calls per day just for follow-up just trying to set an appointment i mean think about that okay how are you going to handle that no one wants to do that (laughs) we don't like to make calls period right so what you have to do you got to get a service all right and there's there's a bunch of them out there, really good services you need if you want to make the initial call great make that contact real quick but what i've learned is I use a service, they make the call, they make the initial contact call, I've got scripted for them exactly what to say, how to say it, bring this forward, they do the follow-up call every day, twice a day, they send the email, they send the, the text, they do the whole system. Now I'm freed up, because believe me, after a month, by month two, you can't keep up. You're dropping a the ball, they're disappearing, sliding through the cracks, and they're just waiting for the guy who's going to call in that sixth and seventh time when they're finally able to think about their roof or whatever the job is again, and then they're, that homeowner is going to pick up and you're going to talk to him, set an appointment. And believe me, if you do that, you've outlasted all the other guys because they've given up after two and three, right? So this is how you win, all right? But you get that service. They call, they, they even set my appointments. So they've got my calendar, they know where they're at. If you're in no a larger, you got different zip codes and zones, and it's assigned to different salespeople and everything else. You can you can design all this. So now your salesmen are getting leads booked for them, right? They're getting appointments set. They're not the ones on the horn trying to make all these calls. And this is not expensive to do. Totally worth doing. Okay, so think about that. Again, applying the system to the need. All right. So because this will crush you if you try to make all those calls, even your salesman, you're not going to depend on salesmen to spend three, four hours a day on the phone. All right. They need to be in front of customers, not doing follow up calls. Follow up calls are not going to make them money. Presentations, closing deals, that's making them and you money. So enable them to be in front of customers, not on the phone, setting up appointments right? Does that make sense to everybody? It's really, really powerful. Again, in my book, Escape the Owner prison, prison, I hope you got it. You've read it. There's a great section on this, kind of breaks it down in detail, but go through that stuff and start looking at it. Feel free to contact me, you know, Walsh at escapetheownerprison.com. Send me an email. You got questions, jump on our Facebook page, talk to us. let us. Let's get this out there. Let us help you. Uh, that's what we're all about. So I hope things are going great for you. I hope this is super helpful for you. But again, don't just kick those pay leads to the curb. Learn how to maximize those to really generate some significant income for your business. All right. Hey, if you, if, if you love the episode, if you got something out of this outstanding, I want you to definitely subscribe to our podcast here. Throw me a quick five-star review on this. I really appreciate it. You guys have a magnificent day. And I will see you, talk to you on the next podcast. Thank you for listening to the ETOP podcast. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you like what you've heard, please leave a great review for us. Your subscription and review helps us reach more people so we can show them how to escape the owner prison. Also, check out the links in the show notes about today's guests and more ways to connect with ETOP on social media. Stay strong and keep moving forward with your business.